0: Ready, we good, we live, here we go. Yeah! Welcome to another episode of uh, my Drunk Uncle's Podcast... I'm Uncle Laser, and this is my co-host Kicking Wing from the Joe Dirt movie, <laughs> the Firecracker Stand guy. No what a way. piece! The snakes and sparklers kind of guy. How we doing, Bobby Flacco? Wait, are we rolling? Oh, we're live, dude. This is live. We're live. They hey, before yeah. we start as you can tell, it's a new little setup. We got we got rid of Gary Mouse and. Uh, we're going to the big leagues, and you just got sometimes you got to trim the fat and the court oh, cases right out. You know wow. what I'm saying? So, uh, this is a new Drinking Bros uh, setup down here. We'll be here for about a month, and we got a new studio of our own moving in. want to give a shout out here to the, our new producer, G. G stands for Greek. I thought he was an Italian young man. He informed me is actually Greece or Gretchen. How do, how do you say that, Bobby? Greek, dude. Is it just Greek? It's just Greek the greek freak and uh we'll be filming here he'll he'll be our uh, producer going forward like we're gonna share some laughs share some loves maybe share coke no i quit that right i quit that i don't do that anymore bobby Flacco, how have you been you look great yeah thanks man i've been great i finally got my hair brushed out that's why it's braided today because i had fucking knots that were constantly pulling on my fucking brain and uh kind of keeping me plagued you know what i mean my mind so i'm glad to have freed myself up in my thoughts and uh I feel like I'm moving forward again, man. Thanks for asking. How do you yeah, feel? Yeah, man. How many uh, tamales did you sell out of your trunk this morning? <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. Well, you look like you have art teacher arms right now. What Whoa, are you talking dude, about, relax. Art <laughs> teacher arms. No, uh, so some exciting news from the Nether Hour Camp, right? Y'all are finally dropping the album. Yeah, yeah. Well, What's the date it, on that? People are people have been asking me non-fucking stop, and I'm tired. of well, it. Well, when's this going to this be out? Next Wednesday? No, this will be out. T- it's going to be cut in 20 minutes. Once we're done, look, oh. we're, we're not with Gary Roust anymore. You know all what I'm right, saying? all right. Leave my fucking friend alone right, already. Funny, You've been guy. mean <laughs> enough, dude. Oh, because he's he's, a, he's bleaching his hair right now as we speak. <laughs> <writing letters. laughs> he's got mom's spaghetti on his spaghetti already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> he's in a God, bind. Yeah. Now, nah, God bless your soul, Gary Faust. You know, we just I got tired of looking across the goddamn desk and seeing that cottage cheese box. You know what I'm saying? It's really taking a toll on my mental health. Sometimes uh, a little change of scenery goes a long fucking way. Am I right, Bobby? Yeah, absolutely, dude. But April what? April 13th drops or what's it? When's that yeah, yeah. Out? So April 13th, which is next Thursday. So uh, you know, eight days from today, we'll have the whole fucking album what's out, the, baby. And, is gonna, and the next single off the album is going to be "Colors of the Wind," the Pocahontas song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. See, He's back. All right. Uh, Yeah, so let's get into it. Uh, we got a pretty exciting show today. Like I said, it's a little new. We're trying to figure it out as we go. Uh, But our fucking guest for today, for the new studio, uh, we'll call this episode number one, because this is where life truly began. Uh... He's a good friend of ours. Uh, he's a hellacious musician. He drums with Nether Hour uh, most of the time. Not all the time, but most of the time, huh? Yeah, I yeah. mean, exactly, typically, you know what Dude, I mean? He plays he's, all over the place. He plays he's all everywhere. over the place. He's a fucking rambling, slambling man. Uh, he's a drummer for Kill Tony. He's the incredible, executioner. He beats those drums to a fucking pulp. Y'all give it up for my boy, Mikey Gonzalez. Yeah. My man. Come on in, baby. All right. You can put the headphones on, or you can leave them off in it doesn't really matter. Are you going to put your hat on with your spoon? Uh, yeah. In a little bit, maybe. I don't know. I like how the headphones feel. Okay, well cool, here. I don't want to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole. It Come sounds on, man. way better. You sound way better than mix. When you it got two time. Mexicans like and a white, big. dude. You got to put them on. Well, we got a Greek now, too. Now. And we got a Greek. Yeah, put the cans on, boy. I don't, I'm not going to lie to you. I, this is killing my hair. <laughs> oh, fuck this. All, all right. right. I'm about image, as you all know. Uh, Mikey, how is it, man? How hell you been? What's been going on? Give me, Give us the inside scoop here. Man, I've
1: been all right. I've been all right. I've been missing this dude a lot.
0: Hey, good we to him, see you, hey, baby. Good to see you, bro. I know.
1: Where you been though? I've been all over the place, man. Gina yeah. Chavez has been taking me all over the world. Yeah. So you're
0: you're you're, you're, t- you're her professional drummer. That's right. Yeah. Kenny, okay, how's that? Where y'all where y'all been going? Where y'all been playing?
1: So just recently, we got back from uh, shit. Where were we? We were in North Carolina. Okay. We were outside of Charlotte, outside of Raleigh, and then we were in Atlanta for a night in Decatur.
0: That's a that's a Ku Klux Klan area up there. That's KKK, it? Is that KKK country? country, right?
1: Uh, uh yeah. well, thank God we didn't. Y'all didn't have any run-ins. No, no, no run-ins. Okay. No, no that's fucking good.
0: taco stands out there. Either. No, they don't even serve breakfast Mexican breakfast tacos in the morning. No one gets up that early. Oh. You know, what apparently I'm saying? that's what we heard the other day. I'm telling you, I'm Monday night. Running. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that boy from Alabama I actually was in Florida with one of his buddies. I met them at the creek. That dude did, he did good. Yeah, he, he looks like John F. Kennedy though, like or that air that you know, like the fifties air. Like yeah, 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 dude. But that's a cool, guy. Uh, you so you like, like, he looked more like Buddy Holly or, something. or Buddy Holly. Yeah, I yeah. guess like well, why'd that, you like, say JFK? <laughs> You know, I don't know why I said that, Bobby. <laughs> Thank you, dude. Maybe yeah. it's that big fucking joint we smoked the truck you, before we walked in. Dude. Why don't you tell my business? Dude. All right. Jesus Christ, dude. Go bake a pie or something, leave yeah. it in a window. <laughs> fucking single mother. Jesus Christ. Yeah, dude. I got to um, pick up the kids from practice. Let it flow so, in the wind, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but uh, you, um, you're you on tour with her. And uh-huh. then how's it work with having to make it to kill Tony every Monday, too? I guess is there sometimes – because I've been seen been there sometimes where you're not there. It's just kind of – Is it conflict with your schedule? It does
1: sometimes. Like in February, we were out in Central America.
0: Oh, Uh, shit. How was that? It was great,
1: man. We were in Honduras and we were in Costa Rica for 18 days. What a fucking treat, dude. Yeah, it was great. It was great, man. We were teaching music to young kids and playing shows out there for the people, and we had a fucking blast.
0: So Bobby was telling me... well, we were in the truck earlier. He said, So you didn't even start drumming until you were fucking seventeen. Eighteen, man. Eighteen. Yeah. And then like and then you got like a scholarship or something to go to UT. I didn't. I you did didn't get man. a scholarship. So
1: check this out. So when I went to school, I auditioned for the program at UT. Uh-huh. And I I had no idea that there was a classical audition and a drum set audition. So I, I went in just, you know, practicing drums. That that jazz audition went great. Yeah. yeah. The the head of the of the department came out and told my mom, he's was like he's got a great chance of getting
0: in. Really? Yeah, yeah. And at and that then, point, you've been drumming for how long? Two, two years? Destiny. Yeah,
1: about a year. About a year. About a, a year. year, okay. Yeah. So all of my senior year, for sure. Okay, okay. So uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes after, they were like, okay, cool, you got you to get ready for your classical audition. Sure. And I'm fucking looking at my mom, my cousin sitting right next to me, I was like, whoa. I, I don't know I, what to do. I don't know what to do, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm I have nothing prepared, so I was like, well, fuck it, I'm going to go in and try to play my way through. I said they 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 had me come in sit behind a snare drum and then behind a, a xylophone or like a marimba yeah and had me play and they, they just they stopped me at five seconds each they were like not nah, we we got it we know you know you're not uh you're not, not you're not classically part. trained no yet. not at all actually. yeah Mm-mm. so that that ended up happening that uh a month later I get a uh a letter in the mail said, "Now you're not you're not good enough, essentially, yeah. to be to be a part of the program." So I spent my entire first semester. I was a bio major uh, oh, at shit. UT, studying science and bullshit like that. Nice. No, I mean, well, kind of whatever. I mean, it's what it, yeah, it was whatever. But I spent that entire semester practicing to get into the music school, and finally, I did. De- December of that year or that semester, I re-auditioned, Got a into year the later, you're
0: back at it, and you're knocking down doors.
1: Yeah, man. Well, a semester so four months later, knocking down doors, and then I had to start the so the program at U T is A and B, so you can't start the middle of the year. You have to wait till the following year. So the semester. following
0: year. You can't yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Shit, I ended dude. up
1: finishing the program in three years instead of four.
0: What uh what'd you do before drums? You grew up in a valley, right, obviously, yeah, man. right? We're, yeah. uh yeah, were y'all friends in high school or?
1: Now, uh, I wish. I wish yeah. I knew this fool in high school. Yeah, it would have been. Dude, fun, Bobby though. was a
0: fucking nerd in high school. No, dude. I wasn't. You didn't know me in high school, you <laughs> idiot. I felt like I did, dude. You didn't even go to school, dog. You used to fucking walk to the store barefoot. Right? I did, actually, dude. I got really tough feet. Yeah, I know you do. They're little, too. <laughs> yeah, they know. Got got the, br- the bridge of my arch is like. Like that, dude. It con- like the doctor shows shillings I have to wear. There's like a platform shoe in yeah, there, dude, a little, to balance my a little, foot out. You got little hooves like, like trillatines. Yeah, they, they clack when I fucking sleep <laughs> under the bridge and catch catfish. Fuck you, Bobby. <laughs> um, clickety-clack,
1: clickety-clack, here comes Uncle Lazy. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> it was different times. Well, I, I moved from the valley whenever I was Yeah. Five, what so. part of the valley were you in? What part of the valley were you in, Mikey? Oh, me? Yeah, I
1: yeah, thought yeah. you are talking about I'm from Brownsville, man.
0: Oh, so okay. Yeah, I'm the sorry, tip sorry, sorry, of the
1: star. Damn, man. Yeah, Border Town. Damn,
0: man. Uh, I love yeah. it down there. I it's great love it down there.
1: It's great, dude. To be honest, when I left, I was like, I got to get out of here. I got to I got to move away. I got to figure out how to do this music thing. You know, I fought I, Austin ended up being the best place for me. Yeah. But after I graduated and being here by yourself, you know, you got to pay bills and you got to start playing and doing all this
0: shit. You're Boy. like, man,
1: I miss home a little bit. Yeah.
0: I miss the food. Dude,
1: I miss my family.
0: I didn't, yeah. I fucking hated my mom most of my fucking life. Like I hated her. She, maybe just, we would, i she's punched me in the face several times. We did not get along. But as I got older and I'm like paying bills and shit, I'm like. Yo, it wasn't that bad at mama's. You know what I'm right. saying? It wasn't that bad. Like, I, I mean, mom's my best friend now. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, you miss that shit, like, mm. when you don't have it for a while, dude. Yeah. The other life sucks dick. Paying rent and shit sucks. Dude, fuck. Man. That's when I realized I was an asshole growing up. Yeah, I was, yeah, like, I was like, mom, I'm man, sorry, man, I'm bro. I took everything for granted. <laughs> I'm Jesus. like, my bad, you know? Boy, yeah. I sure could use a car. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Beep, beep. Hey, another thing we need to talk about mm-hmm. real quick, guys. Uh, you know, hey, we, we we podcast on Wednesdays every Wednesday. As Bobby knows that, but Bobby has made it a, a point and uh-huh. duty in the past every single Wednesday to be as far away from me as he can, <laughs> so that I have to go pick him up and have my my Wednesday completely destroyed, or else he won't make it there because he doesn't an Uber and he can't walk that far. was in t- fucking Bastrop this morning had to go get him from, uh-huh. so, so yeah, that was incredible. Cool. I'm sorry, Eli lives so far, dude. Yeah, dude. Okay, you know what? I could bro. Uh, it's all good. No worry mm-hmm. about. Yeah. It. I don't even know why he's complaining. He lives like ten from <laughs> but uh, anyway. So you're, you're you're in the valley. moved to Austin. Yeah. Um. You goddamn one semester later, Bow just fucking you just was. Practicing every fucking day and like, trying day, to get it man. out. What is your every favorite day. style of music to play? As far as like classical, oh, damn, drum, j- like jazz, or what do you think? Well, I did, j- I
1: did jazz. For for that was my that's my degree. I graduated with a no jazz shit. performance what is, degree. What, what
0: does a man do when he graduates with a music degree like that's that? That's funny, like, dude. You throw it away. You put it, it in the, the trash. It's like a liberal arts it. degree, basically. Like it's really like not that you can really. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, I can paint, you know, but...
1: You know what I did? I gave it to my grandfather because my grandfather paid for my schooling.
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah, so okay.
1: he's, got it, he's got it up at the house with a lot, with a lot of other uh, my sisters and my cousins. We all have, you know, he paid for all our schooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he has his own company. He built his shit from the ground up, so he saved all that money. Whoever, Any of my family, my cousins, whoever wanted to go to school, it's already paid for. That's so. Dope, man. That's I did. Super dope. I did the thing, and I graduated. And him and my grandma got. They've only seen me play one time. It's my senior recital. Before my grandmother passed, she got me. She got to see, so me see play. You play. That's
0: that's still I like that. That's heart moving. Right yeah. There, so
1: man. with that degree, it's up at it's up in his house, and I left it there. And I just you know. You got you got with the music stuff. You got to go out and you got to play and you got to meet a shit ton of people. You got to network. Yeah, it's, it's it. the same shit as comedy. It's, just, yeah, it's the
0: same shit. How did uh? So you get out of school, you're looking for. were are in a bunch of fuck ton of rock bands, country bands, Mexican music bands. I mean, dude, every, I mean, I'm everything. <clears throat> everything. I
1: started, I started playing country music while I was in <laughs> in uh, <coughs> in school with a buddy of mine, my best friend Andrew Schindler. Shout out, homie. He lives in L. A. right now. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, I, you know, I did the jazz thing. We were playing in restaurants doing jazz gigs you know trio shit quartet shit and then when i graduated uh i didn't you know i didn't have any stable gigs so i ended up getting a job at tiff's Treats. your boy was slanging cookies every day nice, nice. those are good, good fucking cookie, good. It's it's great cookies great cookies late night yeah hey
0: tiffs come on down come on down the price we'll make the price right for yeah. you I, I don't really <laughs> eat too many sweets but as you could see this guy indulges quite often he wonders, he's like, oh, dude, I'm going to go to the gym after I eat fucking five Kit Kats and a fucking goddamn honey bun. That's what we're doing, guys. I, I, literally, I, I, I picked him up from Smithsville down the road, and uh, this is what we're doing. He's just going to come at me like that. Here we go. Looking like a, oh, man, Jesus Christ. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, so working at TIFFS, and yep. then fucking, you're in a, You're how many, what's the most band you've been in at one time? How crazy did that get?
1: I mean, even right now, dude. I'm probably like five or six, or or I get called for you know doing these one offs with these artists who the drummer can't make it, and the drummer's a friend of mine.
0: And You just pick it up and ba ba ba. Yeah,
1: I try to. Yeah. Uh, the last time, I, you know, I'm I'm playing with, the, with a with band on Sunday called Metro Cage, a buddy of mine. Marshall Coomer is the drummer for that band. So, the first time he called me, he called me like maybe a day or two before and was like, Hey, dude, I can't make the gig. Can you, can you fill in? Yeah. And I was like, Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. I learned the, I learned the stuff. I make my charts. You know, I get prepared and, and try to shed that shit out before I go. And, and it ended up being a great, really great good gig. Thing. Yeah. So, you don't even get a chance
0: to practice. You just got to listen to music and write the shit out yourself. Yeah, man. For that's the usually, pauses, breaks, and all that shit. That's huh?
1: usually how it goes with these last minute calls, dude. Damn, this, dude. South By was that, that. This past South By was only that for me. Like last minute calls. Literally got Just a, a hired call.
0: gun coming to sit in. Try there, and, you know. Yeah, but that's a different type of fucking skill to no, have a little You you got to be an animal to do yeah that. well because you little be you could be absolutely crazy and fill in with any fucking jazz band or anybody and, and play this and that and fucking jam you know what i mean but it's a different kind of skill to be a hired gun where you show up and you play the fucking song how they right, do right, it right, yeah right, right. i mean you got to be that's next level i would think you right. know, anybody can be a flash in the pan well, but it's 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 two different lanes I feel yeah because like, it's also next level to be up there and fucking just shed the universe and bend time you know what i mean where yeah yeah so. yeah do you wear that shirt on stage bobby yeah, is that he, a shirt you he's wore? He's worn it a couple times a couple, and then I, we had, No, this is the sixth day in the row He's had it on today I just a mask So I've been seeing four different gigs With that same fucking uh, hey, but Barista good, shirt No, he looks great He, he looks, looks great. fantastic I didn't, uh, the, the pink, uh, the pink uh, do-rag is, is new Where It's a you? bandana, dude is it, Oh, it's a bandana Yeah, why do you gotta Fucking throw it out there Like yeah. that guy Hey, a, nah, it's cool you look, like, a, you look a strawberry You look like you have A vibrator in <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a bullet, dude Someone sent me that in the mail Well, it looks like A little weird popsicle Cool man. No, hey, but honestly, it, it's yeah. giving me more gas money than you have in your lifetime. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we'll check it out. Look, honestly, I'm just retiring this shirt after the podcast, so I was wearing it for three days. Cool. We're well, yeah. hanging up one of those mantles, behind <laughs> us back here, dude. Yeah. We'll awesome. frame it. We'll frame
1: it like this Rodman jersey. Yeah, yeah. we'll there frame it like all these jerseys up here. Uh, hell yeah! You gotta uh, sign it though.
0: How was how was South by Forty pretty fucking crazy just in general? Like, do you like do you enjoy South by? And
1: uh, yeah, I'm, I dude, le- less and less. The mo- you know, the, yeah, I've done I it see. for ten years or not even ten years, eight years. I've done it for eight years in a row. Besides twenty twenty, I think twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one would have made it ten. But uh, how I mean, uh, how young are you? I'm thirty man. I You're just 30? turned thirty. Okay, yeah,
0: tight, tight. Yeah, man. The gear hauling gets crazy though.
1: It does, and actually, this year is the first year I ended up buying a cart, uh, like a little fucking expandable cart, like a dolly kind of. Dude, thing. it's been the best fucking purchase I've ever bought. Yeah, a yeah. little wagon. wagon. The little wagon. wagon. Little, little, you see me? Yeah, you yeah, yeah. me take it in yeah, and yeah, out yeah. of Kill Tony? Dude, yeah. I fucking love that thing. I would, dude. I parked East Austin and walked my ass into downtown every, <coughs> like every other night.
0: But, I use a wheelbarrow with this hat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. It's all in this shit, bro. Old pepper picker over there. Um, <laughs> fucking, so. Cotton picker, bro. Oh, we're fun. from the valley, oh, dude. Oh, oh, oh. We're yeah, from the it's, valley. It's, it is it's true. cotton. It's it, surrounded by cotton. Yeah, it's cotton. cotton. Down, yeah, yeah. It's not too hot down there in Brownsville. I brown, know every time. I mean, is. I know we, we grow a lot of rice fields and cotton where I'm from. My in, grandma in, in, and all maze. her children were fucking picking cotton living on the field. You look right? like your grandma. How Jesus are you? God. What? That's not fucking G in the back. G, that's not fucking funny. Dude. Come on. Dude. Come on. No, uh, I hope Gary kills himself. Uh, no, but anyways, that, uh, relax. He's my best friend. Uh, text me back, Gary. Uh, but what else was I going to say here? So you do all that shit for South by and right. stuff. Um, it, you got a wife, kids, family? I mean, what's a, fiance? Fian? No congratulations, kids yet, buddy. No kids yet, but fiance. No, yeah. no kids yet though. Good. Not Don't yet. have them out of wedlock, dude. They'd more likely to get felonies. <laughs> 100%. is that is that is, i don't know that's that. history I, I don't know that to be a fact yeah but yeah, it's yeah, usually, yeah yeah, yeah. My, my daddy had to make my mama honest woman but i still got felonies so who gives a shit uh, how long so but how long have you been uh, drumming for tony and them uh two a little over two years and ago. how does something like that did you know the rest of them boys prior to going and setting that band together absolutely yeah. y'all y'all did okay yeah so, so
1: john matt and d and paul we've all i mean we've all been playing together
0: pre-pandemic dude for years Fuck yeah. So now. that's just that's just butter. It's just yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kinda cool how that all ended up working out, dude. In twenty nineteen, like John has been the catalyst for a lot of different people, you know, hiring different people for different bands. And sure. he ended up calling me the summer of twenty nineteen. He called me to play perk for uh, percussion for Gary Clark Jr. That's one of oh, the biggest man. calls that I've ever got. But it's from John. So he's like, Hey man, you trying to get this G C J work? And I was like,
0: Fuck yeah. Yeah. Why are we
1: doing it? So we ended up playing uh uh what was it in October? It was right before it was uh, right before ACL. We played two nights, sold out stubs. Friday, uh, Thursday, Friday. Then it's like obviously thirty thousand people at ACL. And then the next week, play ACL again. It's, Bro, yeah, it was fucking. What's the hard. rush
0: like that? What's the rush playing that? me mean, fucking. It, I mean, are you just jacked to the gills with adrenaline, or how's it work? Yeah,
1: man. I mean, to be in front of that. I mean, that's the biggest crowd I've ever played.
0: Dude, that's fucking. That's a dang. lot of energy, dude. It dude, because you can feel that shit on stage, oh, even absolutely. in a crowd of three hundred. No, yeah, where you. With the energy, it's a different kind of high, man. It really, it really is. is.
1: And and that it was a big band. Dude, we had fourteen people on stage. Background singers, two pe- uh uh. Two auxiliary keyboards, like John and, and D1. And then we had a DJ that was shared my space. So I've, I've got my perk rig, and the DJ's literally right next to me. And we're fucking going off. It was great, dude. Yeah. Great. And, it, and you know what? I, I actually... I actually enjoyed the stub shows more than I enjoyed ACL because it's you can see all the way out to the back just to see if people. So it's still kind of intimate.
0: Yeah, yeah, you see so, so it's confined still. You can see the the back in like right. where it's capped. Right. Versus at ACL, it's still, ACL it just it's goes. wide open as far as it, I can it see. Just it just
1: goes. So it, that I. I don't know. It felt it felt like intimate but a big ass show at Stubbs and you could feel that energy. With the with the ACL thing, it's huge and it goes all the way back and there's barricades holding the people, people back. People back so
0: they're not as close to you as you're right. Yeah. fucking right. Yeah, exactly. animals.
1: Yeah, yeah right. God damn. Yeah, but Gary. it was fun, dude. So so that's that was like one of the one of the biggest calls I've ever got fr- and that was from John Dees. Right? So the pandemic happens, everything shuts down. 20 at the end of 2020 where you know rogan's making his move over here tony's coming and and uh december i think it was december 5th gary was doing a string of shows at anton's and uh joe and the and a couple of the guys tony and red band they took he took him to the show to watch him. Uh, and apparently the, later that night like tony approached john and was like yo man i'm bringing my, we're moving here i'm bringing my my show here, and I'm looking for a band because the band's not coming with me. So John was like, yeah, dude, I'll put a band together. So the day before, we started January 4, 2021. The day before that on January 3rd, Sunday, uh, Dee's posted a picture on Instagram of one of the the, the very pr- first poster of Kill Tony in Austin. And I've been a fan of the show since before the pandemic. So yeah. I knew, you know, I'm what a huge was. fan of comedy. And yeah. I was like, oh, shit. You are, and I texted, I messaged him, are you playing? He's like, "Yo man, yeah, we're we're playing. I put a band together." I was like, "Yo, do you mind if I just come and help you bring your shit in?" And he's like, "Nah, dude. Bring bring your perk. We got a drummer. Bring your perk. We're not nobody's getting paid. We're just going to have fun, you know. We don't really know how this is going to work out." So we did. And I, I like I came in. I was John and I were the first ones there in back of Antone's. We walked through Tony's sitting in front with with his girl in red Band. and I was like, "Oh shit, this is this is about to happen. Yeah, like this is cool. Like I knew I, I knew, I'm a fan of all these guys, and I was like, fuck. I was nervous walking yeah, in, for sure. and then Tony saw us walk in, and he came over and was, "What's up, man? I'm Tony Hinchcliffe. We're gonna have a great time." <laughs> yeah. Like literally, like just like with best all the best night conference. of our lives, That's best right, night of right. our lives, guys. Dude, it was crazy, and and the, all the nerves that I was feeling, he just like calmed all of that, and then it just ended up being, like two shows. Uh, that week and then the next week were fucking awesome. Fucking No man. nerves, no nothing. Everybody was just having a fucking good time. Just yeah. vibing. Just yeah. vibing, bro. Vibing. Yeah. It was crazy. So on the on the third week, the drummer couldn't make it. So John texted me, he's like, Yo, bring your drums. You're on kit today. Okay, cool. We get there, I'm setting up, every, everything's cool. When Tony sees me again, he's like, Oh shit, you're playing drums tonight? And he goes, Oh fuck, a Mexican, like, you know, playing drums, a Mexican drum off, like, oh, this makes sense. That show goes so well, and he's like, "Yeah, okay, this feels right." And that was Matt on Matt on guitar. Paul wasn't a part of the project yet. D on uh, D Manis on bass. Matt on guitar, and and John D's on on. Uh, that's Keith. tight, dude. I know. And that's when that 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 third week was when that uh, the band formed.
0: Yeah, yeah. That it's was the OG, OG. That was the OG four. When when called. did y'all it? When did y'all start playing on there? Because it, it was before July. Because that's when me and you. Got together. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? Well, we started yeah, going around I mean, shit, I think June marked a year for us. June, June was? June, June was, or this June will mark. Last June, was mar- past. June marked pa- a whole year for oh, us playing. Behind it? Yeah. yeah. I didn't yeah. even know that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we had been there for a minute already, yeah. Uh yeah, but it's he f whenever they fucking moved here, you know yeah. what I mean? We were always playing on Rainy, so Tony and Ron heard us one day and Sayla and they all walked in and fucking, you know, what I mean, just liked what they heard, liked what they saw and then kept coming back and eventually worked us into the groove and here we are ever since. You yeah. Know, it's been a blast. Fuck yeah, I love yeah. it.
1: So when they when they got worked into the groove, they like they asked me, since you're already going to be there, do you mind just Stand like on hopping kid. on? Yeah, 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 staying on. And I, like, I, I you know, we'd met these guys, but i never played any of their music before. Yeah. So how I learned their music was just being on the stage yeah, and, yeah. like, open eyes, open ears, and, you know, Bishop's telling me where to go, and he's yeah. fucking doing his thing, Bercy's doing his thing, and we ended up just, like, that became a fucking really cool, like, nether hour group, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I mean, because y'all were, were you all playing with drummers before that, or was it just some, Julio on Some. On it was perc-
0: mainly, it was mainly yeah. Julio on the percussion. What? Uh, have you ever kicked it with him at Lashkey on a Sunday? Because I've never the times I've been, I've never seen you play there with him. Maybe them. once. Maybe. Maybe not, that'd be fun. Because Julio still go with the thing, but dude, the drums just add so much.
1: Well, yeah, we—I mean, so Julio much. could also be there yeah, and just yeah, add yeah. drums too. Yeah. Like, actually, Bishop, I don't know if you told you, he's our—he's asked me to do a couple uh, Sundays to see if we can work it in. Yeah, yes. I, I mean, I would great. love dude, to. Dude, It'd ever
0: since It'd they moved fucking them good. fucking tables out of the goddamn middle of the dance floor, it's—it's—it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's breathable again. It's not nuts to butts. It's fun. Like last night at Cutthroat <laughs> to Karaoke, they had them out there. You're like, this sucks because yeah. it yeah. cry, it cuffles everybody in there. When you put all them tables in that back wall and keep them lined like that, dude, it keeps the flow of fucking getting beer so smoother. Because them bars ain't that. Big and you wait in line in general, then you can't even fuck it. I hate that shit. I hate you. I hate that. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, why don't you just walk over the tables, you little gremlin? Cool. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually like it too because it's like an open dance floor now. So yeah, I and you can actually like and... get down on swimming. It's tight as fuck. You yeah, know, yeah, dude. So uh, we're man,
1: more men. One of the Sundays they actually had James come in and, and play right when, right when. Yeah, I've
0: seen James. Yeah, a dude. Couple, that, I love that, that boy. A that boy, James Atkins. Man. Yeah, dude. I love him. Star, what a star, dude. Yeah. Leader for sure, yeah, uh, yeah. He's played there a couple Sundays with us, mm-hmm. um, and so yeah, it works well. It does work well with a with a little kid. He has his little mini kit that yeah. he brings. Just slides, yeah. yeah it's like <laughs> I can't wait to do it. Yeah, yeah. And anyway, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get that shit rolling soon. Yeah, yeah whenever we'll, we'll arrange a couple Sundays like that, but. Also, before you played drums and fucking high like growing up, what was it that you did before you like took on drums and how what brought you into like music for real? Like where you made your mind that's what you wanted to do.
1: Yeah, that's kinda crazy, dude. I, my my dad had me playing sports <clears throat> since I was a kid. Like I, I was in you know, I played, played basketball, yeah. I ran track, ran cross country. You look but, athletic. I
0: thought you played sports. Man, I'm you know, like, you know I'm a little saying. athletic. Yeah, I like yeah, to yeah, think yeah, yeah. so, you yeah. know.
1: Uh but I, I played baseball for like Almost eighteen years, man. Like that's baseball. What, that's what Yo, I me did. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah, was yeah. my shit. My dad was taking me to games when I was a kid, dude, and I just fell in love with it.
0: Yeah. Were you the catcher? Because you're like a little heavier set.
1: Dang, dude. You calling him Pudge, dude?
0: <laughs> yeah. How dare you? That is you, dude. <laughs> you kind of do look like that kid from the sandwich. You line. look like a trans woman right now. You <laughs> come at me like, <laughs> you like this. You can't even kid? say that, dude. You cut that out. Oh, I can't. I can't say that. They're going to cancel me? <laughs> I don't know. They can't cancel me? Not in this climate, boy. Just don't yeah, put Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah not yeah, in this yeah. climate. Now nah, we're good. Hey, dude, that's what we do. Walk the line, baby. Dang, you dude, said walk the I line. I was uh, in the East Austin Comedy Club uh, last night mm-hmm. after Vulcan, and I was doing a sit there, and they had this gay guy on before me, and <laughs> uh, I go like, up there, and Jason Rouse, shout out Jason Rouse, he always says this line where he's like, and he, we went and got coffee the other day, and he goes, man, this is a weird gay bar. Like, he just said shit like <laughs> oh, that. Oh, my God. So I said it on the mic, just like saying it as I walked up. Oh, he took his joke? Cool no, but what happened? You got a good pop? No, it got nothing. It fell flat, and I was like, "All right, cool." So, uh, all right, great. And then I go, uh, "Yo, is this uh, where all the gays hid when Trump was president? Like Anne Frank's attic out there?" Crickets. Like, oh, all right, here we go. That's the start. But like, dude, and I did not. It just didn't get any better. I, like, there were like, I come off of Vulcan, and it was like, dude, last night Vulcan, it was just everything it was money, money, money. It just felt so good. And I go there, and it's like a totally like tech crowd, or like. Yeah progressive crowd or whatever no one was getting loud. like i mean like that's that old tiger den yeah it's like an opium den they literally look at somebody's yeah, garage and they does, got a fucking globe on stage i mean it's a cool been, room the space is cool just, there's just people outside fire dancing yeah. before, like, on your way there's, a, there's an, right. an ac vent that's like that's in the window blowing cool air area am i at the right place i'm like dude how y'all gonna survive in at nighttime in the summer you know what i'm saying they don't they're vampires yeah yeah, sweet. yeah. they pack up and leave yeah <laughs> Okay. <laughs> back up. Uh, yeah, but it was weird because, like, uh, people were like, it was just a weird fucking room. And that's why I was like, yo, going from room to room, it's like, crowds make that. But, anyways, um, yeah. back to baseball. Yeah, man. What position did you play? Uh, I played infield
1: when I was a kid, but middle school all the way to, you know, senior year of high school, I was in the outfield at center field.
0: Yeah, that's what yeah. I played center field and pitcher. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. That was
1: my shit, dude. I was one of the fastest ones on the team, so they put me on the outfield. And fun fact: so when I was a kid, my dad used to take me. We had a uh, my uncles built a base like a little baseball field outside of my grandfather's house. So they were they were coaching us when we were kids. So we might as well put a field out there. We built it, and my dad used to take me every day after school, and he would take a pitching machine and throw the rubber balls that we had like for pitching. He would. Fling them all the, yeah, fling them up as high as he could. Yeah, dude, that was my favorite fucking thing to do. To as catch it, dude. That's my we'd dad be would at, hit him underhanded, hit him
0: way up in the air, and just run and go. Dude, that's absolutely. the best.
1: It's the fucking best. Yeah, man. like it, that. That was that was one of the reasons why I got so good at like being in the outfield. Like I ne I never dropped a well. Never. I mean, I probably say never, but I, yeah. I maybe dropped one or two. But I I really never wanted to drop a fly ball in the outfield, and because like he had that, you know connection with me and knew exactly what to do and yeah we'd be out there for fucking hours hours till dark till dark yeah pretty much man
0: dude pretty much sharpening the sword baby that's exactly right funny story so i played baseball too for shit till up until i was like 1920 and uh i'm an all-star select travel baseball all that shit yeah yeah yeah. and did the same you know, whatever. I was like, still, I was like real little in high school. I was only like five, five, like one hundred and forty pounds. So man, I'm still, I'm still five, five, hundred and thirty <laughs> Yeah, pounds. so same so, height. I mean, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and then, yeah. And then, like, I had like some kind of scholarship or schools looking at me. But then, like, I got in trouble partying and shit senior year. i had all pissed that away. But, but like, I played baseball uh, or whatever. Man. And then, uh like, I think I was like twenty three or twenty two. Like only like a couple years removed i of but been drinking party and shit like that. Yeah. I go and I go go <laughs> to practice for a softball team, a co ed softball team. Yeah. And somebody hits a pop flight to me in the outfit. I got a first baseman's mitt out there. Like I don't even have a real <laughs> on fucking the wrong glove. Hand too. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like running and I'm and I, I go to get it and it's kinda lined right in, it tips right off, it hits me right Uh-oh. in the nose, it breaks my nose, <laughs> blood everywhere. <laughs> I'm like two years removed, just crying on the ground in my nose, just pewing out they go, There's no crying in baseball. I get up and blood just pouring down my white shirt and I was like, I gotta go to the hospital. Thank <laughs> you it was bad dude and then I had a huge bruise like a total pussy is that the last time you ever stepped foot on a field last time I ever stepped foot on a field dude. <laughs> yeah man. dude fuck that yo, yo in, in high
1: school I got hit kind of the same way but it wasn't it wasn't me uh, a pitcher lost control of one of his fastballs threw an 85 mile an hour fastball at my face
0: ow uh, yeah that's yeah. why I'm scared of baseball that's one of the things I didn't play because I was scared to get hit by the fucking water oh, it so was bad,
1: uh, that was yeah that was pretty crazy man my senior year that was fucking wild I got I luckily I didn't get a concussion and I didn't, nothing broke up here cause it, so when I saw, I, I thought for, for some Oof. reason I thought it was going to break a and it never ball? did, but it, it, he just lost control of the fastball. So I'm, I'm hearing right at the last moment, I turned the helmet and it tips the helmet and then Thank smacks me in my face. Oh, Dude. Yeah. Shit. It would have, you know, you'd have lost your eye
0: probably. It, maybe the, the orbital's was, gone.
1: It was super close, man. And actually, so there's a picture of me on the floor and my dad running across, uh, running across the field toward me. Cause when uh, a couple years before that, when I was a kid, he was playing softball with our church's softball team, and he got uh, what is it like maybe two outs. He throw uh, ground ball into the infield. They throw it at the first baseman. Throws it out, but there's a runner on second. So he's thinking there's two outs after that one. He throws across the field. My dad's pitching. Turns up like turns towards first base. Oof.
0: It hits, oh, the softball man. hits
1: him right in the face. He's like, dude, what the fuck, dude? It's three outs. And then just falls to the ground. Doesn't remember a single thing afterwards. Oh, no shit. So I'm I'm a little kid, but I'm running around in the fields and everything. And my mom comes and grabs and say, hey, we got to go. Dad's going to the hospital. And we're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So he has experience of, and dude, he broke all of this. All the or- orbital bone Jeez. was shattered. He no didn't shit. lose his eye, thank God. But he's got a metal plate right here. Right in there. So when that happened to me. He fucking freak, dude. He's like, like jumping fences, getting over, and like pretty much picked me up and was like, "Yo, we gotta go to the hospital now." Like I remember, I, re- I literally remember seeing stars, like in fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, that shit's that shit's legit. Yeah, like real. Like I couldn't see for a little bit, and I, like I got up and I was like, "Fuck!" And I was in the dugout for a little bit. I was like, "Coach, put me back in. I'm good." And they're fucking looking at me like you're fucking crazy. Yeah. So my dad took me out of the uh, he took me out of the dugout, took me straight to the hospital. As soon as I got there, I started throwing up all over the place. Thought I had a concussion. concussion? Yeah. They they put me in an MRI, did a bunch of CT scans and everything. And luckily, dude, by the grace of fucking you checked God, out. Checked out. Good. Man. It was crazy, Good, but yeah. So I know what it feels like to get hit in the face dude, with a fucking
0: fastball. When when I was growing up, like I was playing like sixteen. I was sixteen. I was playing with the eighteen year olds, like eighteen and yeah, under, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And there was this kid in our town that threw gas, like ninety-five at eighteen. Oh, like he, I, he just had no control. So I'm terrified because yeah. he's just he's he's already wow. hit a batter in front of me once, and later that inning he hit a batter like two batters in front of me. And I go, fuck, you know, like yeah, I don't want to get hit with this ball, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll follow the ground. I, I get right? like, so I get up there and I'm, I'm I'm trying to get out of the box quick. So I'm swinging at shit, trying to just make it's just so right? he doesn't have, he can't throw me pitches at me. And it's like I think he's got like a one-two count on me. And he's just been throwing, and that next ball comes right close to my face. So I'm like, fuck. Like, it's two and two. Well, then, like, he gets ready, and he throws, and I step into it. And it looked like it was coming my face, like, right at my face. So I just... Fell down right. on the ground and it was a breaking ball, and the catcher caught it right in the middle and they called me out. Eww. I just folded like a chair. I was like, I'm gonna go kill myself now. But <laughs> dude, getting hit with those baseballs sucked dick. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. In the shin, in like the, like it, I've been hitting the balls with no cup. In like, the elbow, bro? With oh, no with God. no padding? And I was left handed. I bat right handed. So if I just hit it, I was fucked. I'd yeah. start wearing an elbow guard and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Had to. I, I, I
1: never did because I, I, I didn't have one, but all my friends did. They, they all had elbow guards. I was like, man, what
0: would, would you, you... See, we were kind of poor growing up, so I would just use all the other kids' bats. I didn't, I didn't even have a bat growing up. I had one of those old metal bats and shit. But, right,
1: right. In in know. Little League and, 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 like, middle school when you play pony ball and shit like that, my dad my dad got me a bat for my bat, birthday one yeah. year. I remember, I still remember it was uh, an Omaha gold bat. Eight, it, Ooh. 18 pounds, or, like...
0: 18 ounce. ounces. Yeah, 18 yeah, ounces. 18 yeah, 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 ounces. Yeah, dude, I remember yeah. that
1: was my first bat. you are at home run in a game? Dude... I was so fucking close my senior year. I never hit a home run in my career. Never. I, in, the, in the park home run, but never over the fence. Right. My senior year, I come up to bat. And uh, is, this was at, uh, I don't know if you know, Lopez High
0: School. Lopez. Is it in Brownsville It's too? in Brownsville. Okay, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. yeah.
1: So we're over there. <clears throat> he throws a fastball right down the middle. I connect so hard into center field. All the way, it hits the top of the fence and falls back. Comes in. down. I was so... Fucking close. I ended up getting a double out of it, but I remember that one moment that was like just dude, a little you, bit harder. When you
0: hit that sweet spot and like hit a ball that yeah, far, dude. it's like hitting nothing. It's like it feels like air. Absolutely, it feels like you swing at air. Yeah, like it's. Swing, I, I, I hit. It, dude, it's I hit a wild. couple. I didn't hit a bunch, but I, I remember when I was on JV when I was a freshman, I hit a fucking grand slam. We already beating the team like. Fourteen to one or something yeah, yeah, in the second yeah, yeah. inning, so they're going to call the game. So they had some kid just throwing. You he a literally your batting practice. At he, yeah, that he point. literally, but he literally bounced a ball in the dirt, and the ump called it a strike. And I'm like, <laughs> guy, I mean, I still got stats here, bud. Like, I got a, and I remember he threw one extremely low down, uh-huh. and I'm like, this guy's going to call it. a strike. He's throwing just junk. It's not fast at all. Right. It's batting practice. But I was like, he's going to call it a strike. So I literally golf swung that motherfucker and launched it like 340 over fucking like left, right, center, and it no was shit. like. Uh, or left field and fucking yeah, it's like it literally feels like you're not hitting anything. it's, yeah. it's the purest like you ever punch somebody really good, knock them the fuck out. And you ever I some, wish. Okay, I you know. wish I'm
1: not that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's dude, like a feeling see, when you it I- just it
0: literally feels like nothing. Like there's nothing in the follow through. It's fucking. Yeah. It's better. Than, it's better than coming. I think. Better <laughs> wow. than coming. Hitting people, hurting people is better than coming to you. You're a psychopath. How hey, dare man. you over yeah. there looking like so, Molly made? So, your dad, okay? never got, your dad never got you a bat, but if I, he did, it would have nails at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> and fucking barbed wire around the fucking... All right, speaking of uh, barbed wire around our, our, our bats here, tell us about this assist that was on your wiener that you got taken out when you were a child. That was, oh, you were shit. telling me about it in the truck. We need to talk about it. We need to dive uh-huh. in here and really give the people the nuts and bolts of the operation, the actual nuts. Yeah, it's though. fine. I mean, I had a assist. I mean, how long ago was this? It was the ingrown hair. I was like 20, 21. One. Okay. okay. Oh, so yeah. you were you were like in college or? About yeah, to... yeah, dude. And I was like, what the fuck you know what i mean what happened give me a size chart what are we doing here <laughs> uh, it was like a marble whenever the doctor took it out but a i went marble? to see, i went to go see a, a a dude he did it in a day bro in houston This this well wait, 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 you just saw a dude in his garage or you went no, to like this, a doctor no office? a great doctor's office a doctor's office who was like so i said yeah he's like i'll get that out of you you know what i mean Bob? and then he did and he was like that's an ingrown hair that got fucking infected and then just balled around yeah how do you, nasty stuff how, how dare you, you dude what do you mean how did he bring You that walk up? around. You walk around. Twenty one with a fucking ribbed condom the entire you, every time you are hard, dude. Just <laughs> poking yep. bitches to death. <laughs> it looked like my wiener was growing a wiener. <laughs> I kind of miss it, dude. Hey, dude, fuck it. Dude. Hey, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm intrigued now. Like, how did he? What was it? Surgery? Did he cut? Yeah, it Yeah, yeah, he what cut was it was out. Did it they up, sedate you? Or, that, or that, they just numb? No, your no, no. He
0: just numbed my wiener. What do you mean? How did he quit? do that? He dude, holy it, fuck! whatever right? the numbing agent that they put in your the cream, or did they hit you? They hit, they hit you. in the fucking with a... right around it. They got to i mean bro i didn't feel i didn't feel a thing you can hear all the fucking snipping and oh shit. my god uh, bobby yeah, yeah it was wild but i mean i didn't feel a thing it definitely is probably the worst places to have stitches as a dude because you can't in, in, inevitably you're gonna wake up with morning boners sometimes yeah did it rip like through some, a wood no but it's just hard it's like i had all to control right. it i had to like meditate boners to a certain angle it was like i had to like breathe a certain way so my dick didn't get too hard and rip the stitches and that was terrifying This is incredible yeah. It was I was so relieved Whenever they came out And I think that I did Kind of stretch that gash A little bit and just gave me A little bit more girth Fuck it There yeah. you go There you go So it worked dude. out Dude That's the pleasure spot For the, for the girls yeah, It was a girth extension no, <laughs> I think that's probably girth. Where my pee soft now Dude That's yeah. cool <laughs> let Got go. no feeling left in there <laughs> Uh, he numbed you for the rest of your life, bro You <laughs> yeah, got a soft people for the rest of your that life That fucking numbing agent got me, dude Yeah, you're, you're always numb, dude Three Cialis is in, ain't gonna change the day <laughs> Yeah Hey, dude, Blue Chew, dude Are we sponsored by Blue Chew? We don't have sponsorship. We, we got some sponsors in the work that'll be coming out here soon. Uh, we got a couple cannabis companies. I'm gonna have to give that to the highest bidder. We got like five of them, and, and we got a ketamine nose spray company. So sponsors <laughs> like, can we get something that's not drug related? Hey, I mean like Hallmark, y'all wanna come holler at us? Or some you know some coffee people, whatever, dude. I mean we're normal too. Are you though? I'm sober for now, yeah, for a little for bit, at least while I'm performing. I mean, I have yeah. like a beer or a glass of wine and shit every now and again, to get that old. So you're coke sober. That's, that's good I'm thing. coke good sober. Way. How you yeah. feeling though, for real? Good. How you feeling? Honestly, good. Uh, like the other night when I performed, I was nervous as shit and it's good to feel those nerves. Like I, I performed at Native the other night too yeah. in front of like 200 people. And I looked at Bobby and I was like, dude, I'm actually like nervous, like butterfly nervous. And he's yeah. like, good. That's good. That's what I you're can't hide by like, that. Right. But I started watching clips of myself like on like when i'm geetered out or on coke and i'm like this is a terrible fucking embarrassing it, it's just cringy because it's like i know what i'm trying to say there but i'm and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> yeah, yeah like yeah, no yeah. one's having that good they like, you ever been to a bar and someone's geetered out of their fucking mind they're like yeah. talking about me like who is this fucking weirdo you know what i'm saying i'm like doing that on stage i'm like yo this sucks yeah, yeah. i just need to kill myself That's why bobby tells me to kill myself all the time you i know, know what I'm i don't ever say that That's but doing it weird. sober now is like actually got me like it's honed it's made me like I notice things in sets now and I can like kinda see the room and see the energy and the vibe and like now I'm like all right, I can do this here, I can do this better, I can add this and this. I'm Hell starting yeah, to man. kinda format it to where I'm like, okay, it's more of a there's a game to this. Yeah. You know, it's not just like, hey, rely on your fucking hair and be drunk and loud. It's I've, that's a crutch. I can't I wanna be funny to be funny. Yeah, know, that's how you end cry. up in prison, honestly, getting drunk and just relying on your fucking hair. loud voice. <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Well like you know, I mean just going up there and just talking talking all scary that nobody understands you, babbling on You know, I just, I care about you, dude. And I just want you to get. stop with that fucking gay shit. Dude, I'm saying that's real shit. Yeah, dude. No, that's real shit. I don't want to fucking see you keel over and fucking stroke out. No, I appreciate it, dude. I appreciate it. You're good. No, beer here and there is fine. But, like, no, the the, the booger sugar, that's definitely not going to contribute to. Anything positively, I've seen it. Everybody's seen it time and yeah. time again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I appreciate always. it, dude. But uh, check it
1: out, dude. So now you're now you're realizing the craft. You know, yeah. now you're going yeah. in and you're learning from each set and each set. And now, like, oh, I'm gonna make this better. I'm gonna, you know, say this word here or chop trim the fat from that. So that's that's a part of the process, man. I think you're really starting to figure it out. Yeah, and, and just
0: the writing part of it, too, where I wasn't yeah. writing before. I just kind of make up a premise. Now, like, when I wrote that shit out the other night yeah, for yeah, Monday, yeah. I wrote it out, and I wrote it out again, and I wrote it out again, and, like, I started seeing, okay, I can move this here, do this here, do this here, and set it up. And, now, like, and then when I delivered it, it went. Good and I was like, "Fuck!" This is what happens when you actually take the time to make, like, put in the effort yeah. to write it out. Like, it's yeah. funny regardless how I say it, but it's funny now in the spots where it's supposed to have right. punchlines. You know where it's supposed to hit. And I'm like, it's starting oh, to line fuck. up. It's starting yeah, to it's line. Starting it's starting to make sense. Like now Love I'm seeing it. it better, right? Yeah, man. But. It's different in a mirror than it is when you're on stage. That's what it is. Because you could be funny fucking on a crazy rant, but if it's yeah. not timed out and if it's, it's not, not fat-trimmed. Exactly, because then in front of people, like talking in the mirror is just rah, 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 rah. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, like, yeah. it's just energy. It's all built off energy. But I, I bring that energy to the stage part, but it's like there still has to be written jokes in there. There still has to yeah. be shit where you, you stop them. and pause and you have to have cadence. Like The, the, the joke man. I said the other day, like I talk about that girl has my pussy like a snapping turtle, and I grab the mic stand. <laughs> And I salivated over it for like twenty seconds, and like people just went ape shit because yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. held it, and I never were known to do that speeding, you know what I'm saying, I never yeah, would known I like, like I was like just grab it and fucking like you know, and like yeah, it yeah. fucking it, and the longer I held it, the better it got, and I was like it just kind of like hers. you know what I'm saying, so yeah. just there it goes incredible, what is your favorite uh uh, food to make for the children at the lunch table, <laughs> at the lunch line. What is, what is, is lo- it? Sloppy yeah. jokes. Sloppy, sloppy, sloppy jokes. I made them extra sloppy for ya. Oh, shit. <sighs> hey, so baseball, right? It, it, yeah. That's all, you're doing all that. So uh-huh. when when do drums enter the picture? How was it? You forming a band with your homie back in the day? Man, mm-hmm. I
1: wish. No, we, we really didn't do that. Like I, I started playing percussion when I was in sixth grade. I always knew I wanted to play drums. I just never had the opportunity to sit behind a kit until... The summer of my junior year to senior year, my dad ended up like I told him. I was like, "Look, I I want to do this for real." Yeah. And I was like, "Okay," took me to Guitar Center, got me a DW kit, the one that I wanted. I was like, "Hey, pop, I want that one." He's like, "All right, cool." He gave it to me, and I d- I just didn't get off of it. But like, it's it's kind of the thing where you just kind of start and you're fucking around. And you're not really knowing what you're doing, but you're just feeling your way through. Yeah. Right. So that that uh with the drum thing. So like I learned how to read music in middle school. I learned how to, you know, play timpani and, and vibes and all this extra percussion shit. That's the classical training. Yeah. It wasn't for me, man. Right. It's not, it, it didn't fucking make me tick. It, it, yeah, didn't, it didn't resonate didn't. with No, you. not yeah. at all. So, like, when you get to high school and you start doing all these competitions, like All Valley, and you're doing all these snare etudes and shit, I was like, nah, I don't want to do this. Yeah, I don't. And then senior year, uh, we had a jazz band at our, high school, at our high school, and I was like, fuck, I want to do this. Yeah. This is what I want to do. And I fucking, I did my best at trying to learn all the music. You, you re, you're reading all these charts, which a skill that I learned in middle school and just got better throughout, you know, uh, schooling. And, and that's, I've, I figured it out after that. I was like, this is what I got to do. Yeah. Right? I got to continue, uh, learning like this. So I, I mean, even, even in church, I never really got to play in church and that's how a lot of people get their start. Right. Right. right? So I, ne- I always asked, I was like, yo, can I be a part of this? And they had their own crew and everything. So, it, you know, that was a thing. So I never got to do it. So I, I felt like going to school for, for music and drums was what I needed for my, you know, my timeline. This is what I need to do. This is what I need to go learn. And they were cool. Well, they weren't cool with it. They were all like, uh, you need a backup plan you need to you need you, you need to go to school for something else just so, just to have security my my grandfather's all about security no i get that bro it's a it's a it's like a it's a mexican family thing Yeah, it's like, a tradition yeah. bro yeah absolutely and i told him no i i grandpa like you you started this he's got a paving company that he started with my grandma I, I told him like you didn't have a plan b did you right so why why in my case should i have yeah. a plan b and he understood he
0: got where I was, you know, he got you where sometimes I was at. At, at risking it all and not having anything to fall back on. You, it makes it that much. You got to try that much. Absolutely. You, if you have it, comfortability behind you at some point. It will it will literally take away from it. Inhibits your, it. it does. It inhibits. It, it, not by just getting in your way, but it just uh, your mental state is like, yo, I got to go hustle. Absolutely. It just ain't there, so I get that. But a backup plan, my mom's the same way. Like, have a backup plan. They all, you know, they, they, that's just them it's, being a parent, absolutely. right? But like at the yeah. end of the day, do you, if you're going to jump, you've got to jump as far as you fucking can. Absolutely, land on your feet.
1: Absolutely. And and when I got there, there were kids who have been playing since they were four or five years old. You know, actually playing, playing, and you know, I, I had to think back, or I thought to myself, "Holy shit, I have to play like this when I graduate." I didn't think it was possible. I just started playing a year before. So every night, every afternoon, I was in that practice room by myself. And some nights I would stay overnight. Yeah. There, was, there was a hall, that, like a hall monitor that worked downstairs, that she would go and check all the rooms at midnight. Everybody had to be out at midnight. So I'd turn off the light, she'd come and knock on the door, stay there for about 45 minutes. She'd walk away, whatever, give it a little bit of extra time. And then, after I turn the light back on, I'd be in there till six am till my class started at seven. fuck yeah, it's crazy, man that's like crazy, those man. were the, those Damn, were the times I, that's when I felt like I watched those kids, and they weren't even kids they were a little bit older than me, uh but I watched them play, and I knew I wasn't at that level, and at that point, I was like, it's either sink or swim right, and I fucking fuck it, I'm jumping in yeah I'm yeah, jumping yeah. in <clears> first yeah, and that's is. those those nights are like why I'm sitting here with this guy and be able to play yeah. Just or, hop on the right, stage with him. Right, and or just you're looking at over
0: 30,000 people at yeah. fucking ACL and you kind of like, you're just like, it's those, wild. It's those, those nights in my room, you know, yeah. you're paying yeah. this way. It's yeah. putting in the work. It Absolutely. Is, it man. is all that, bro. It's the work. Well, but uh, to but the right also, room. too, you're sober. You're sober. Yeah, you're sober. How long have you been sober? You don't smoke weed. You don't do anything. You're, no. You're just living right by the good no. lower. I'm trying, man. I'm trying.
1: That was an example that my parents gave me when I was little. You know, they they didn't drink while I was growing up. They drink now. Yeah. You know, they do whatever they. You know. Yeah. They they, they do now. retired now. Yeah. yeah right. 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 I'm I'm one of four from my family. Nice. So like, this four kids, we're all we're all graduated to college. Everybody's got a you. Degree. The youngest. I'm the oldest. What? Yeah, man. I've got three younger sisters. You got three sisters. Yeah, man. They keep dude. They keep me in fucking check, bro. Yeah. Like they're so yeah. intuitive and so smart. Like they they know when I'm I'm not being me. So yeah. like. Where we are, where I am right now, you know, I'm blessed to be a part of Kill Tony and playing with all these people. And, like, that shit, you know, starts to starts to fuck with me every now and then. Just not ego-driven, but I was like, man, do I really deserve this? And every time I feel like that, I get a call. And I don't know why. It's from yeah. my sister and be like... You, you are right where thing. you need You're yeah. doing it right yeah. now Dude is fucking crazy Dude a good
0: support system 100%. Goes a long fucking 100%. 100%. way man 100% People believe in you When you believe in yourself Or Absolutely. just like people Keep you in line on some things That's it's, the shit It's, it's legit man yeah. you, need yeah. you need that You need really that aspect do, of it You really do That's so, why I got my pink haired <laughs> Trans woman over here dude That just fucking Yeah I'm here I love to love her, you on Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> Nether hours guitar tech <clears throat> Um Hey, nah, no, but that hunger that you felt, bro, and, like, there's people that will be hungry, but, like, there's motherfuckers that become go-getters or just are go-getters through and through yeah. that are going to go get their belly full. Like, there is no other option whenever you right. make that decision and mm-hmm. whenever you really commit. And, I mean, think about how it was whenever you were fucking catching them fucking fly balls in the right, outfield dude. and you were wor- working to be the best at that craft. It's like yeah. you've had that ethic instilled in you since... Since I was a kid, yeah. and
1: that's—I I really thank sports for that, dude. Sports really teaches you how to how to you know determine or discipline. I think yeah. that's the biggest—that's the biggest fucking thing. Yeah, I mean, if you really care about yeah,
0: it. I mean, you know how you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice, right? Yeah. But Shit. but one thing I noticed, and maybe y'all can elaborate on it as well. One thing I noticed—I played sports predominantly my entire life. I didn't get into music till later. Yeah. And sports taught me at least the way I grew up with sports was. You want to be the fucking best, because the best go to the top. The Absolutely. cream rises up. You want to be the fucking best. You're not doing it for participation trophy. You want to be number one. Well, fuck that. But, dude, when you get not, in, but when you get into music, yeah. though, one thing I learned is, like, or at least you know my perspective of like, I've seen bands who are fucking badass. They aren't as popular. They don't make all the money. And I've seen people who maybe aren't as technically, like, technician wise, as good as them, but they have their own individuality and they sell and resonate through certain type of people. So in music, I felt like you don't have to be the very best to make a badass living where in sports the number one draft pick is the very best he's going to get paid millions of more dollars just because he's better whereas that's not the case in music you don't have to be the absolute stone cold best to be the prospect like to be the number one prospect you can just be Good within yourself, and if you resonate with people, it's it's like it's perception more than it is actual results. I mean, you still have to be good. I'm not saying right. you could be some slap dick, but I mean, like I've seen guys who are like extremely technically good, and they're not they don't they don't have anything. They they don't right. they they're just playing at their local fucking dive bar two 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 three times a week, and I just. I, do y'all notice that in in music to sports or, or have y'all ever drawn that comparison yeah. i mean it's a true it's a real comparison like it's like accurate you yeah know? yeah i mean it's 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 like that you know what I mean if you got something that you gotta bring your own thing to the table yeah. that's the different part you can't just fucking be mediocre at. Sports and bring your own thing to the table. No, yeah, it yeah, don't win. matter. <laughs> you're striking out. They're calling. You're sitting your ass back down to the minors. <laughs> exactly. You know? you know. But like, if you could bring your own thing to the table in the music world, and and you know, people can connect to that. You know, they yeah. want to keep coming back to see you and want to show you to more people. I mean, that's really what it is. It's it's being. It's relating to somebody as opposed to in sports. Yeah, you just gotta be a, be a badass. badass. You're a fucking sure. tank. It's yeah. like I don't relate to anybody. I'm yeah. a fucking right. ultimate human.
1: Absolutely, and I also it's a creative art, so it's all subjective. Exactly. You know, yeah, exactly. It's based off of who you connect to, like what you said. Comedy's the same way. Yep. Cooking is the same yep. way. Art, all of it is subjective. So if I like an artist, I know Bob might not like the same artist that I do. But they're making they're out there touring and doing all the same shit. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like that the creative having it being a creative art in somebody's like personal experience or life experience, or whatever, they put that into their art, they throw it out, and maybe it resonates with half, you know, half of Austin or half the United States or whatever. Yeah. Right? A lot of people might not like it, a lot of people might love it. With sports, it's like can he drill three th- nine out of ten times? Yeah you yeah, know yeah. it's just skill versus like versus know, an art it's a it's,
0: skill versus an art absolutely right but they still have to have skill in your art but I mean it's subjective absolutely well that, that's is.
1: the that's the craft right like yeah. Yeah. that's me, me going and practicing throughout the night and like going to class the next morning so the, how much time are you spending with your art with yeah. your craft yeah now now you're realizing in you now that you you know off the coke and doing that really figuring out how to write a nice joke yeah and perform it and know the timing like that's you're digging it, man. It's fucking yeah. awesome to watch that. And I saw you on Monday night. It was fucking killer, dude. Yeah, dude, that, was, that was fun. But was I was great. nervous.
0: I was nervous to death. Good. I didn't but that's because that. you care about it. That, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I know now, like, hey, you're going to squander this opportunity if you're just going to fucking party the whole time because yeah. yeah. you can't just do that. Yeah. You can't say that. But when did you? Get, so did you ever drink? Did you ever do drugs? Or did you? Were you just always pretty straight laced? And always been really, yeah, really. Yeah, think, so you? How many times do you think you've been drunk in your life? Or have you ever been? Drunk. Never. Get the fuck never, out of dog. town, old son. Zero. Yeah. Zero times.
1: You can ask my sister. Like I. So I. You know.
0: Damn, dude. I, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty
1: crazy. Now, now, like when I was when I was in high school, like it's it was just never something that appealed to me. Right. Ever. Yeah. I would go, like, my friends would invite me to parties, I'd go, and my sister would come, that, that was another thing, my sister and I are so close, the one that's right under me. Uh, my parents would say, you can't go to any of these places without her, and the same thing, if she wanted to go somewhere, I had to go with her. So she was with me all the time, so also having that, I wanted to be... A good role model.
0: Absolutely. Boom. Yeah,
1: yeah. and then also <laughs> having that Boy. experience, but I would also see everybody else, like, kind of fucked up and yeah, just, I just yeah. never wanted
0: to do that Yeah, dude my mom would make me take my brother my little brother fucking everywhere and I hate it we would just get his little ass torched on McCormick's uh, vodka yeah. 14 year old just throwing up under the beer pong table what a loser well, that's uh, why he resents you now no mom. he loves dude. me but my brother used to twitch like this like until <laughs> after, he was like, after got he was like 16 up? no he just had some nerve disability they said he'll just grow out of it when he like starts like hitting puberty and having getting pussy and yeah. shit and he stopped twitching but he dude he used to twitch non-stop so we get him fucked up and he just like twitched the whole time was, incre- was
1: pussy the cure for him? Like, I, after dude, saw- me
0: and my brother were never really that close growing up. Like, we're four years apart, and I was yeah. into sports, and he was more into like coloring and shit or whatever <laughs> he was into. Old Drupus about But, uh, he, uh, <laughs> but like, but like, as, as he got older, like, I remember my senior year, it was his freshman year, and yeah. we still weren't that close. But he got a he got a little girlfriend, got a little shot of pussy. He started playing guitar, and he got into music. And I had been playing bass oh, oh in yeah. a band, and then I went out to the oil field and I kind of taught myself how to play harmonica and stuff. So when I come home. We kind of sit down and jam and shit, yeah. and through music we found a bond, and now like you know we're brothers. You yeah, know, what I'm I yeah. call him, talk to him every other day or shit like that. But that music shit brought us together. That's what made it, it's like, oh, it, now he just wasn't coloring a you know, weirdo. He mm-hmm. like, I'm like, yo, you can play, you can vibe. He's like, yo, he's badass. Let's fucking let's you know this is tight. So yeah, music does a lot of cool shit, man. It really you does, know?
1: dude. That and and here's here's the thing. We're gonna get, you know fucking emotional a little bit, but. Music is the universal language. If you go anywhere throughout the world, you may speak Spanish, you may speak, you know, Portuguese or whatever the fuck. But if you sit down, you play a piece of music on the piano, and somebody resonates to that, it's they a, they can't communicate with through words, but it's they can the feel absolutely like that's deep, bro. That's that's
0: emotional. I worked. Emotional. I worked in the shop with a bunch of these Mexican dudes, and they spoke like just damn near Spanish. Only like two or three of them spoke actual English. So I'm around them all day cutting up, and I'm like. Nineteen years old, you know, there's a summer job, but I'm in there and they play Mexican music, Spanish music on that, that fucking radio all day. And I remember I was going through Like a hellacious breakup Like I'm like Trying to hold myself up Not crying Because I'm a little bitch yeah, You know it's all right. hey. yeah, dude, We all It, it are in a but, safe but, space w- But a song came over Across the radio In Spanish And I had no idea What the fuck he was saying But yeah. I could feel his pain And it was Ya no me porta, By Signo It was You're not important to me Signo, anymore bro And I was like I looked at Tony I said Tony What is he saying He goes You're not important to me anymore Because she essentially cheated on him And he just doesn't care about her anymore yeah. And yeah. I was like I had no idea what the fuck they were saying but it resonated absolutely I was drawn so like that you connection said that, yeah. that connection is real man. It sounds like a lie though because if he didn't care about it he wouldn't have wrote a whole song about it that resonates with people who've been broken yeah. up with so I mean there's you know you just gotta know what you're dealing with yeah dude. How much hair are you gonna cut off, dude? Seriously, it's wait, time you're gonna you. cut your hair? It's time for you to nah, get a bro, fucking real know, job. I mean, dude. like that much? What are you talking about? Dude? Yeah, it's time for you to get a real job. I you I get just, a car, all right? I just maybe started. maybe get a bus pass. I, I, you know bro, what I'm, gonna I'm saying? Do, I'm gonna do those headshots and start a LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, After he gets a little bit, dude, I want off. you to be. Yeah. I want you to be casting that movie and that TV show with me. I think we'd be a great, great tandem together. We got to start taking these acting classes. We got a lot of shit on. the on Bro, what? I got cast on TV show. What? Can you say what it is? Yeah, it's called. Was uh Welcome to Deadwoods. So basically okay. it's like a mockumentary. Like kinda like how the office, you ever seen the office? Yeah, yeah, of course. It's shot like that, but instead of being like a paper mill company, uh in an office, it's at a fucking uh haunted amusement park, like a haunted oh, house. They cool. were like gearing up to like get it like ready. And, like yeah, I'm like the mechanic or something from Texas. I don't fucking know. But it's like they just wrote in my character and was like, Yo, in August come down for a month film and Where we'll you go, where are you filming? Uh it's in South Carolina. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be we'll be out in the middle of this woods in like a Cast and crew house And like there for a month And just be bopping around Yeah so, How many
1: episodes Did you uh, I,
0: I, they didn't, they, They're still got to send me The script and everything I just had a phone call With them when I was in Vegas And they were telling me about it And I was like They're like yeah you, you wanna, I'm like fuck yeah I wanna go do that It sounds fucking awesome That's yeah. great man. And They get paid It's not much But I mean fuck It's an experience I get a credit Like I learn how to like Well I now get, you're
1: Yeah you're I'm a movie up. star yeah, Mike yeah, yeah, You have an
0: IMDB dog. I am an Bro. IMDB
1: dude Let's fucking go
0: I have a DWI yeah. as well <laughs> Maybe two or three We don't know No I've actually never Uh Got caught drinking and driving. I, in San Marcos, Texas, no Cause bullshit. because you've never done it. No. Well, I do it all the time. Which... Oh, no. R- hey, cut that yeah, out. No. Yeah. <laughs> cut it out. But, dude... Literally, Texas State, I stayed the night at this chick. We, I got in her hot tub naked with all my buddies and all her girlfriends because I'm just an idiot. But my buddy was fucking her, but they were still up drinking in, in the living room, and I like went to bed and like, just slept on her floor. Well, they go in there so he can blow her back out, and he's like, dude, you got to get the fuck out of here. Well, it's like 6 in the morning. I took my contacts out and just threw them on the ground because I couldn't sleep in them. They fucked my eyes up. And I'm not even really that drunk. Like I'd been asleep like three hours, yeah. and I get in my car. Remember, I'm driving like— when you go where the fucking the Longhorn Steakhouse is and you go around where campus is on the right-hand right. side, mm-hmm. and I reach down to fucking defrost my, the shit on my windshield and I pop the curving right into the telephone pole right oh. into the telephone pole, fucking it right falls. There on hey, I'm on sesame, bro. Airbags deployed. Like, like I'm fucked. And I remember these words. It, I, I remember because it fucked me. It fucking hit me in the face. And like I, I had that Looney Tune thing you were yeah, talking about. And I go, the first thing I remember saying is, my daddy goes, "Do not get a fucking DWI while you're out there in doing your shit in San Marcos," because he literally had just paid for one. My stepmom got one in the cul-de-sac in the driveway, like outside <laughs> where I was. She fell asleep drunk in the fucking car. So I'm like, fuck. So I do the only thing I do. I got out and I took off running and I ran back to the dorms and then I would like I'm going to report my car stolen the next day <laughs> and uh, I do because <laughs> I'm an idiot and the cop comes up to me like later that day like one of the investigators goes I'm going to be honest with you man people don't steal pieces of shit cars no one stole your fucking car dude and I just folded like a chair and I go look I'm sorry dude I'm scared but I knew if it would at least be the next day they couldn't test my blood and I wouldn't get a DWI yeah. instead I got insurance for I to go to jail for two years but <laughs> <laughs> from that, <laughs> no, from I'm that kidding, moment I'm kidding. no but oh, i mean like i just fun. confessed up and it was but nothing really ever happened though like I, I the insurance took care of it and uh my insurance went up a tad bit but that was that was it that was kind of it damn right. bro yeah,
1: you dude. walked away scot-free hey, god damn go,
0: listen dude it ain't much but you know it's honest work, <laughs> it's, honest work. <laughs> it's honest work right there man i don't
1: yeah. know what else to say that's
0: honest work uh what else Mike, Where can people find you and shit
1: uh I, I mean you find me playing with this guy a lot yeah yeah, yeah. coming up we got a, we got a couple shows uh, you're uh, in
0: massachusetts here soon ain't it next week next, week, next week what are you doing up there
1: we're playing gina's i'm going up with gina we're playing a show in amherst how long you been playing with gina man i bet she as a matter of fact she gave me my first opportunity right out of college she no was shit. the first yeah. artist oh gee yeah yeah straight yeah. up dude 20 2016 my my buddy sammy was her drummer and he he decided to just he didn't want to, he didn't want to do the thing anymore. He didn't want to tour. He didn't want to do anything. All he wanted to do was teach. So he sends me a text. He's like, "Yo, man, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna leave the band, but I want you to take over for me." So he gave her you know my recommend or his recommendation for me. She messaged me and she's like, "Hey, you know, here's some songs. Sammy talks really highly of you. Uh, let's get together and you know play a couple songs and see what's up." So maybe about a week later, she sent me some songs. I you know make these charts and I learn them as, as best as I can. She comes over to my house with the percussionist and she comes upstairs. I'm I'm behind my kid already. She takes out the, the guitar and we play a song called Yo Viviré. It's a cover of I Will Survive by Celia Cruz. Oh my! Right. So in the in that recording, it's all percussion. So I had to take all these percussion parts and bring them and then play them. Try, I mean, try to play them all at once behind the kit. So she gets, so that's like the hardest song in her set. You know, at that time. So I you know, we start playing, I count it off. We play the whole fucking song, hit all the hits or whatever. And literally right after that she goes, Okay, we're good. She puts her guitar in her case. She was like, All right, I'll see you next week. It's a then, smooth transition. Yeah. Since dude. then I've been playing with that was twenty sixteen. It's fucking twenty twenty three now, man. Seven Hell years, yeah. bro. Yeah. That's whenever I moved over here was two thousand sixteen. So. Yeah, man. Dude. Look at that, man. Look at it. That's crazy. So yeah. So she's 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 like an older fucking sister to me, dude. She's she's helped me
0: How old the... is she now? She's gotta be what? 40, maybe? Well, that's She's, what I yeah. thought. I thought she was yeah. late 30s, early 40s, yeah, right? Yeah, early 40s. So
1: she, she graduated from UT, too. So we were, we. Were, I mean, we were a couple years apart, like maybe 10 years apart. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it,
0: it's been a blast playing with her. Man. Yeah, yeah. We've so, got... What, uh, well, on something like that, on a hired gun aspect, yeah. are you... You're not a salary employee, right? You're just a 10.99 contractor. 10.99 basically?
1: for everything. I for everything, you just hired go, right. there,
0: Okay. Okay. I just. Was I curious. mean, maybe,
1: maybe one day, a band picks me up
0: and yeah, they put me maybe. on salary. If they ever drop their know. fucking album, I've been waiting for Where? two and a half years. You know, hey, that's what I was gonna say. He's on the fucking. Yeah, right. He album. made yeah. the album with yeah. us. Rattlesnake Gumbo will be out next Thursday on April 13th. The Check entire it out. thing. Yeah, go fucking yeah, listen. Need to the spins. Need the plays. Where can people find you on
1: the internet? So I'm on Instagram. It's funny. Tony makes fun of me all the time. He said my my Instagram handles like a fucking password but it's at mike a gonz g-o-n-z
0: one three nice yeah you got anything on youtube anything else you want to i mean i got some shit on youtube it's it's whatever
1: whatever. most of my shit is on instagram i post everything there all the shows all the shows with him you know shit that i do with my fiance we just we just did a country
0: show last. dude i love that by the way i was telling him about that because he was like what else has mike been doing Say more about that, because I, I mean I want to go catch one of those, so I haven't been able to make it. But you got Matt Muling on the guitar, Sam on the pedals. Yeah, too. dude, Sam, some fucking killers, bro. Dude,
1: yeah, my buddy Eli playing guitar, my buddy Ryan Hagler playing bass, and then three oh, singers. Shit. We had Michaela Khan, obviously my fiance Anna Cargill leading, and uh, Courtney Gale singing. And then me on the drums. Yo, oh, oh, also Matt's Matt's wife, Christina Steele, on fiddle, bro. We had oh, we had pedal man. steel Worry and up, I want to go see this, God. Damn, I know you- it's, it, they play the same. They play at the same time. So we're doing it once a month, starting in May. it's the last week of uh, last Thursday in May. At uh, Far Out, at Far Out Lounge. Man. Okay, I want to oh, yeah. check that. Out. Are y'all
0: playing covers? Are y'all playing just y'all's own music? It's sure uh, I, I, mean,
1: I wish, man. I would not. We're not there yet, but we're uh, Hit we're some doing covers though. Only '90s country, the golden the era, the golden fucking the era. Gold, they don't make country music like that no more. Goddamn right. Dude. Okay, I mean, I really fit. So that. So somebody asked me, is like, yo, if I give you a night in my club, what would you do? And I went home, and I was like, man, what the fuck? Anna and I never play. We haven't played together in years. Yeah. So my first idea was like, what if her and I put a fucking 90s country band? Can you do a little two-stepping?
0: Can you do a little dancing? Bro.
1: Can you cut a little rug? Bro, yeah. I cut, I cut that rug. Me. So my, So check this out. My dad was a country music DJ in the Valley. He used to oh, he man. used to he used to DJ Tejano music and country music yeah. in these same clubs. Wow. Boom, boom! So that that, on the dub, grill, that baby, double bro. whammy, bro, bro, it's fucking crazy. So they you know, and my mom would would go with him to these clubs and be out. They'd be dancing all night. He'd be working, and then after he finishes, you know, another DJ would come up and they'd be dancing. So growing up, we used to have this uh, country saloon called Winks down in Brownsville. Yeah, yeah I so, remember
0: Winks. Do you remember yeah, Winks? Yeah, Did you go?
1: Yeah, Fuck, yeah, dude, that's wild. It's not there anymore. I don't know. I don't know what it is now, but in middle school and high school my parents would take us and and my sisters and I would just watch them dance uh. and then I like you just it just comes out where you sit there and watch for so many so many years and you can fucking do it and that that's how I learned by watching my parents yeah, do it.
0: The same way, like yeah, man. Watch my and parents I, in a garage. Yeah,
1: for sure. And <laughs> yeah. honestly, that's how I really learned music too. My dad was a DJ, so he had vinyl records and fucking eight track tapes and anything you can fucking think of. And his best friend is also a DJ.
0: So you had no choice. Music was there the whole. Music was there times, the whole time, literally. and
1: it's funny. Nobody else in my family plays music. My dad was the DJ, and then now I'm a musician. musician. That's yeah, so it was kind of like passed down through uh, that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Well, shit, boys. What are we at? What are we at there, old Big G? It says right there. Hour f- okay, yeah. Well, I can't even read regular stuff. But, I can't uh, even read. Where the fuck is it? Uh, uh, right? one, oh, 105. hour five, right in. Uh, well, man, Mikey, I fuck. I appreciate you coming. Hell, man, I appreciate uh, y'all yeah, fucking having me was a good little me. interview, course, man. Oh, yeah. Um, since we are gonna release, uh, we'll release today, and so Bet. it won't be where we have to wait a week because Gary wants to edit seventeen camera angles. Um. <laughs> Bobby, where are you going to be this week? You'll be tomorrow. You got what? Uh, Thursday, you're at the... The c- last time at Copperhead, we'll be there. Uh, Orgeron crawfish will be boiling. The good-ass since crawfish. Oh, yeah, yeah, Good-ass yeah. That crawfish, Amazing. Dude. I've been like a storm chaser after tornadoes. Everywhere he's boiling, I'm going. I, yeah. I swear to God. Because it's it's, it's only some of the best crawfish yeah, I've had right. in season. I got to go it's it's, it's yeah, 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 that sounds oh, delicious. Yeah, and now season's starting to come ripe, so they're going to be bigger. Because when we went, they it are. was preseason. Nice, but it was small the first time we went, like like four weeks ago. Yeah, I've seen him since every week. Yeah, they're They're fucking select. Now, had, little mud the, lobsters baby are you gonna eat it in that white shirt that tablecloth or <laughs> yeah not? I am I'm gonna use it for the last time and then I'm just gonna fucking hang okay. it up on a wire okay. with my okay. tennis shoes <laughs> and uh myself I got uh shows tonight at Mothership and then Thursday we're in yeah. Dallas Friday we're in Oklahoma City in Austin on Saturday for the Big Texas Showcase at the new Sunset Strip that just opened. That yeah, uh, man, it's so red band. We're bands. fucking out of here. It's red yeah. Bands club. And then you can catch us on Easter Sunday. We'll be out there uh, giving out Easter eggs to the children absolutely. and making your mom's panties absolutely moist with oh, another right. hour, boys down yonder. That's Love right. It. I want to thank my fucking, my co-host and my That's guest, right. Mike. Yeah, oh, Mikey man. G. Check him out. Look him up. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm really interested. In that. When y'all really start doing that shit every Thursday, I want to come out to that. That I love sounds it. incredible. Yeah. What do y'all say? Was that far out? Far out far lounge. Out? Last Thursday of every uh, month. Well, starting a, in May. Starting in May. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I just listen. want to say
1: next, next week, I'll be in uh, Amherst, Michigan. Uh, Amherst, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. On Wednesday. Yep. And then I'm in Lafayette on Friday, the 21st, Ooh. and then Baton Rouge on the 22nd with the Peterson brothers. Oh hell yeah. I uh, miss my bros. I haven't played uh, with them uh, yeah. in a
0: minute, but that's where I'll be. Y'all can oh, check boy. me out there. I love them Cajun women south of I-10, son of a <laughs> oh, bitch. Oh, man, Lafayette, baby. Lafayette, right. them big butt changes. Hey, but right this there. has been another fucking uh, episode of My Drunk Uncle's Podcast. Uh, remember always to get your cat and dog spayed and neutered. Shout out Bob Barker.